In-person networking is one of the best ways to find new people who can support your work and might even become fans. But frankly, it can be a terrifying ordeal. So if you're the sort of person who would rather hide in the toilets than shake a bunch of hands, how can you survive when the talks are finished and the canapes are being handed out? Welcome to Morning Creative. I'm Mark Stedman and... I'm one of those people who can address a crowd of a hundred or more, but gets really nervous speaking one-on-one with people and certainly approaching them. And so today I want to share 10 tips uh, that I think might be useful if you identify as an introvert. But I want to start by laying the groundwork. About 11 years ago, just uh, halfway through the year in 2013, I decided I was going to go to Poland to a conference, which was all about a web internet framework that I was using at the time. Had a decent enough uh, first day. They had a party afterwards, so got to speak to a few people, made a couple of friends, and it was it was quite nice. Day two, I, I don't think I spoke to a single person. And so one of the things that they did at these conferences is they have a thing called lightning talks that you can submit. Uh, at the beginning. So when the, the each day opens, you can pop your name down. And if there's time at the end, you can do a lightning talk. So you have to prepare it beforehand. Uh, and then you just, you plug your laptop in and you deliver it and you get five minutes and that's it. And then you're off. On the the, the second night, I, I put something together and I put my name down the next day. And at the end of the evening, I was called to go and deliver my talk. And it's one of the best things I've ever done. And I kind of just talked about being nervous and being scared and being an introvert and this being the first time I'd ever done anything like this and how I'm really just here to sort of connect and to meet people and stuff. And yeah, it ended up being the best thing because I just had an amazing night, met a bunch of people uh, so much so that I woke up. I I think it finished at like four in the morning. uh, And so I was very late for the next part of the conference the next day. Fast forward two years and it's in Cardiff and someone actually got in touch with me on my birthday to say, we'd like you to speak on the sort of day zero of the conference, basically. It was like, you know, we're introducing it to a bunch of, of people. Uh, we'd like you to to deliver a talk. And I gave a talk and it was it was really cool. But again, like second day or so, I was there at a thing and I just felt so alienated. But it was all right. And then two years later, I, you know, after after doing that, I thought, you know, what, I'm actually going to submit my own talk. I'm going to see if if that would be of interest to people. So I submitted a proper, full blown, actual talk. It was in a cinema in Florence, and it was just, it was just great. Like I, I again walked off stage, met quite a few people because, as we'll 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 get to in a bit, people have seen you on stage, so they go, "Good talk," and that is enough. Because that is all you need. It's just that that in, you know? Uh, and so I ended up having a, a pretty good time. Now, some people say, or you might interpret this, and, and, and this is important, you might interpret this whole little story as like, you get out of networking what you put in. And I think, yeah, no, I don't think that's entirely true. I think it is all about your mindset or your attitude. When you come at this with a slightly different mindset, with the mindset of openness and of willing to make some connections and also willing to maybe get it wrong, you can open yourself up. You'll open yourself up to some embarrassment, but a lot less than actually you imagine. So with all of that, 
here are my 10 tips for networking if you identify as an introvert. So number one is make a bet with yourself to just talk to one person or get one person's details, right? So imagine you're at a conference or a convention, there's some talks and then there's the dreaded networking section or there's a you know a bunch of talks and then in the evening it's, and now we're going to network and it's like, oh God, here we go. All you've got to do, just make a bet with yourself. Make it a game uh, if necessary. And all you've got to do is just talk to one person or make one connection, as in like get one person's details, get their LinkedIn, get their Instagram, and maybe swap, you know. But don't overburden yourself. Just just say you've got to speak to one person, make one useful, meaningful connection, and then you can leave. Number two is have some stickers to give away. So this is a bit unconventional, but this worked for me. I was at an awards thing. I was sponsoring it, but my name, my face wasn't, you know, it wasn't one of those things where I could just walk around and people would be like, oh, it's that guy who did that thing. So what I did is I had a bunch of stickers that were related to my company. uh, And I just, I think I would walk up to people and say, listen, I've got to give these away. Or, you know, I've got so many of these, I want to leave not having any of them left you on a sticker. Or just, you know, hey, do you want a sticker? And sometimes that's enough because what the the difficult thing with any kind, I, I think anyway, when you, if you're a bit introverted, if you're a bit anxious and you don't have to be introverted to feel this, but if you're a bit anxious and you're, you know, you've got, you've got a bit of the ick going in, you just need that one thing that doesn't feel too awkward. And what that usually is, is some kind of pretext or purpose to talk to someone. And we'll get to that as well, because that's a, an important thing. That kind of stuff then, once you've, if not broken the ice and at least chipped it a little bit, you know, I tend to find that that's helpful. So number three, again, going back to a kind of gamified thing is if you feel like you can do more than one, then, you know, if you want to set yourself a bit of a challenge, try and collect as many like Instagram handles as you can. Think of it like, like a sticker thing, but you know, like a sticker pack. I don't know if you ever did those. I think my, you know, my brother was big into them. Uh, you know, the football sticker packs. Just think about having a book with you and you've got a bunch of, you've got like 20 little boxes that you can write Instagram handles. It could be Twitter handles, could be LinkedIn, you know, could be business cards if, if that's the kind of vibe that you're going for. But whatever that unit is, pick one unit, pick one thing that you can collect. And your job is to just go through as many and just make it a game. Uh, number four is interview people for a podcast. Now, you don't actually have to have a podcast because if you walk around with a microphone, people will go, they're recording a podcast or they're, they're going to interview me for a podcast. You know, you don't, you don't actually have to have a podcast. You know, if someone says, oh, great, what's your podcast going to subscribe? That's actually a really good in because then you can say, well, I'm working on it right now. Tell you what, let me drop down your email address or let's connect on LinkedIn. I'll, I'll drop you a DM when it's out. Just have a microphone in your hand, connect it to your phone, uh, use a little handheld recorder, whatever you like. And then you get to just walk around and go, Hey, how are you getting on with the conference? Or, you know, my name's Mark. What have you found that's been interesting today? Or, Hey, I'm Mark. What's brought you here today? Number five is, uh, the, I'm, I'm sort of doing these in kind of an order of difficulty, really, uh, or, you know, order of approachability, if you like. Number five, if you have the option, this is not available to everyone, and it also does require some pre-planning, a lot of pre-planning, is if you get the option to speak at the thing, that is about the best thing that you can do. In all my experience, it is scary 
you know, as someone who, yes, I'm comfortable in certain circumstances, I still poop my pants, uh, figuratively, uh, mostly, when I have to go and speak. But I know that it is the best thing to do because everybody's seen your face then. And everybody's heard your story or heard, you know, something about you. The opportunity, scary as it sounds, and maybe counterintuitive as it sounds, finding a way to speak at an event is a great way to meet new people because they are much more likely to come to you. And, and again, I, that comes from uh, years of experience. Number six, and this is, this is more of a perhaps a reminder or a, a bit of a mindset shift. You are not the most anxious person in the room. I know you might feel like that. And also maybe it's true. But again, this, is, this can be a little bit of a trick. It's just a, a way of approaching the situation. It's an attitude that you can adopt. Just imagine what it would be like if you weren't the most anxious person in the room. Because I guarantee you, it's it's in 90% of the cases, probably more, that is true. You are not the most anxious person in the room. I might be the most anxious person in the room. I might be more anxious than you, but I don't show it. So when you're scanning the room, looking for people, don't assume that they've all, quote unquote, got this, because they really might not. And that gives you the opportunity then to be a bit of an anchor of support for someone. So you've kind of got to go in with the energy of like, hey, do you want someone to talk to? I mean, don't actually say that because that would be weird. But instead, you can sort of ask the question of, you know, hey, what are you hoping to get out of today? Something as simple as that. If you go in with the energy of, I can be of use to this person because they are stood alone, they're looking at their phone or they're looking around and they're not quite connecting with anyone you have then the opportunity to kind of just walk up nice and calmly with the energy of, hey, I'm going to be the person that you can talk to now. And then just ask a simple question. Hey, what are you hoping to get out today? Hey, I'm Mark. Nice to meet you. What's your plan for today? Anything you're looking forward to? Any talks you've enjoyed? And if you go in with the the mindset or the attitude that they're going to be grateful for this, then you'll have an easier time. You just have to ignore that voice that's saying, of course, they're not going to be grateful. They don't need me. They've got it all together. That doesn't matter. The point is it helps you with your attitude, you with the way you present yourself, you with your your posture and everything. When you are going in, feeling like you can be a source of calm, that helps you and it projects something out into the world that is like, hey, I am a source of calm in what might be an anxious making experience. And some people are going to respond to that in different ways. Some people are going to, you know, relax and go, Oh God for that. Someone who gets it or someone who's giving me that opportunity to, to just have a, have a chat with someone and now I can make a connection. So number seven, kind of related to that, play the role of the most interesting person in the room. So if you give a talk you might go out into the the congregation, if you like. You've got the energy of, these people know me already. They've seen me. And so that makes you open up. That actually gives you, you're kind of catching people's eye to be like, hey, do you want to talk to me? Not in an arrogant way, not in a self-centered or conceited way, but in a way that's like, I know you've seen me. You might want to have a chat and that's okay. Just that body language, giving off that signal of I'm open is way more inviting than sort of looking around and looking a bit nervous, looking a bit shifty. 
So playing the role of the most interesting person in the room is, is kind of doing the same work as actually if you had done the talk. And so for me, I find the hack is doing the talk. That makes it a lot easier for me to play the role of the most interesting person in the room because I know I can back it up with I've just done a talk and so I know you've seen me. I know you've seen my face. If you are someone who finds these kinds of mindset shifts easy or or at least possible, you know, if you can take yourself off into the into the loo and give yourself a bit of a, a talking to get yourself in a headspace where you can say i am the most interesting person in the room people are interested in what i've got to say i have interesting things to say if that is a talk that you can give yourself you can then stride out and again it's like it's not like going into the networking thing saying hi you're welcome for meeting me it's more just like being open looking around seeing if you catch anyone's eye and be like oh, cool just caught someone's eye let's go and have a chat Number eight, again, we're kind of going in order of like what might feel the most approachable. And this one might seem slightly controversial, but it's, hi, my name is Mark, Steve, Chicka Chicka, Slim Shady, whatever, you know. And actually just going up to someone and saying, hi, this is my, hi, I'm Mark. Because it might feel weird, but like, what do you think is the reaction that someone's going to be? It's a networking event. I think that we sometimes feel like the reaction is going to be, good for you like what of what use is that information to me and the point is like everyone is there to meet new people so actually just going up and saying hi i'm mark that's kind of the whole point as as much as some of these ins some of these little tactics and some of these things that we can you know do and tell ourselves as useful as they can be actually just going up to someone and saying hi I'm Karen. You actually don't need anything more than that because the whole point of why we're here is to network. And so the last couple I'm thinking of here are a little bit more maybe for for group uh, situations. Number nine is scan the room for, for groups. So have a look around, have a listen, see what interesting conversations are being had in little huddles. Find someone in that group. You just make a quick bit of eye contact and then just say, can I hop in? You know, mind if I join you? Or, you know, this sounds like a fun group. And then, and then, you know, you're in. No, like the, the likelihood that people are going to be like, uh, excuse me, this is a private conversation. Then, you know, then uh, you actually get to say, well, why are you having it in front of everybody else then? Why don't you go off somewhere else? I mean, you don't have to say that, but you know what I mean? Like you're not in the wrong. That's that. That's the point here. Like if someone does give you that vibe of like, excuse me, this is a private conversation then they're doing it wrong. That's them, that's them doing it wrong. That's not you doing it wrong. Uh, and then number 10, this is something you can do beforehand, is to research who's coming. If there's a public uh, delegates list, you know, a, a public list of who's coming, if it's an Eventbrite thing, usually the, you've got the names there, Eventbrite meetup, places like that. Often the names of the people who are attending are listed there. So given that you're probably networking within a given space, within a given context, if you like, you can then start searching around, try and find who they are online. So look at some of these names and check them out on, you know, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, maybe. Weed out the ones that aren't that interesting necessarily or the ones that you're not that fussed about making a connection with. Just find the ones that you think would be interesting and then have a look at what they look like. Try and find a photo. You're only going to do this for a few people. Like, I'm not I'm not saying you, you do this for all the delegates, but maybe find three, four, maybe half a dozen and then when you're at the event, when you're walking around, just clock, see if you've seen someone that you recognize and then just go up to them and say, hey, are you James? Are you Sandra? Like, because people will be quite impressed 
people like that. People then feel like they've got some preeminence, you, you know. So those are my 10. A uh, couple of, uh, got some bonuses uh, for you here. Find a buddy. Uh, this this is helpful as well. If you can bring someone with you, someone you know, they can do a couple of things here. They can be a source of safety, but they can also challenge you. I've had both of these where I've brought someone along and they've been like, listen, I'm not going to let you leave here without making... I think I think the guy was like, you've got to speak to 10 people. It was something like that. He said, you've got to speak to 10 people. And just having that, having him say that, and I could report back to him every now and again and be like, okay, I'm up to five. And he'd be like, cool, you know, we can have a moment. Now get back out there. That kind of thing is quite useful. But just having someone who can be a bolt, a bolt hold uh, or someone you can bring with you as part of the conversation, they can be a bit of a buffer. Maybe they can do some of the, the stuff that feels a little bit awkward. Uh, and then some more quick ones. This is a great piece of advice that came from a Guardian article, uh, which uh, I've linked in the show notes. Be one of the first people there, because then you're standing there while, while people are effectively coming to you. That's great, because it's so much easier than walking into a, a place that's already bustling, and you're like, wow, how do I navigate this? This way, they're all coming to you, and you get to then almost sort of have the pick and they're more likely because there's so few people there to actually come and make a beeline for you and kind of, you know, and, and have a conversation. So, and that's a great piece of advice. And then bear in mind that one high quality connection is way better than loads of, of rubbish ones. So go for quality over quantity. If you smoke, if you vape, take those moments to decompress. If you don't do either of those things, take a bathroom break, you know, make sure that even if you don't need the loo, Take it as an opportunity to go and decompress. Take a few minutes of quiet, recenter yourself, and then go go back out there a little bit recharged. So take those regular breaks to do that. And then lastly, last point is is just be kind to yourself. Being kind to yourself is better than having some sort of positive mental attitude. You know, you've got to survive this. You've got to come away from this, not hating yourself, not feeling like you, you know, tried in a puddle or accidentally misgendered someone's dog. Like you want to make sure that you can come away with this and, and not feel too embarrassed. And so be kind to yourself and do the kind thing and take it easy. So time for uh, my extra shot. This is something that I uh, think is cool that I want to tell you about. Something completely different today. Uh, this is uh, a weekly newsletter for fans of completed audio fiction. This is uh, by my mate Evo Terra, and it's called The End. Uh, and it is uh, weekly updates of completed audio fiction. These are whole series or seasons that you can binge straight away. So if you're not much of an audio fiction listener, this is time to get on board. And the great thing about the, the newsletter is like, you're not going to enjoy one episode and then have to wait week on week for the next one. You can actually just binge it if you're, you're that way inclined. So uh, the end.fyi is the address. And there is, of course, a link in the show notes. And of course, if there's anything that you want to let me know about to tell uh, other Morning Creative listeners, then mark at morningcreative.fm is my email address. And so we move to the mailbag. Beth um, says she's been really enjoying the podcast uh, over the past few weeks. Thank you, Beth. I've been having lots of fun uh, making it. And uh, thank you to Simon for their support on my newsletter pivot that I talked about yesterday. So thank you. Keep those messages coming at Hello Stedman, pretty much everywhere on the socials. Next time, then, we are going to be talking about listening if you are an extrovert. So that's tomorrow. But for now, if you do just one thing today, book yourself on a networking opportunity. Do a bit of research into the other delegates and set yourself 
a condition by which you are allowed to leave. It could be one conversation or it could be an Instagram handle or a LinkedIn address, an email address. Set that metric and use it to say, once you've achieved that metric, then you can leave. Give yourself permission to leave once you've done that. Because I reckon even if you set that intention, you won't want to leave and you'll end up having a really good time.